eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Wow. I'm telling you, if ever a man is going viral, it is Jared Payton. And we are delighted to welcome him to the show. He joins us. On the score hotline, powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Jarek, congratulations. You are considered by many the matchmaker. You are. <laughs> Dude, Molly and Hall, thank you guys as always. Good morning to you guys. Listen, the last 48 hours have been literally insane. Like, insane i knew i was sitting on something when i got the video but 15 million views later i just literally in my inbox got a uh interview request from bbc new zealand i got, had i had one from uh the uk i had one from the uk yesterday my wife is like she all, already is like my business partner and making sure like my secretary. And now she's like, I got to deal with all this now. Like you're, you're dealing with pop stars. I, I can't handle all this. So it, it's been amazing. I hope they give you credit. I'm glad that they give you attribution when the, they do, because it was your video, your, your footage of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift coming out of the locker. My question, Jarrett, is how did you get down there? Was it just, did, you, did they know that you were media member? Were you VIP in it? What was, what was the, how did you get down there? What was the method? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the same thing that I told one of my good friends, Adam Cruz. He was uh, asking me like, how did you get down there to get the video? And I was like, man, I had my media credential, you guys, because I was there, like I told you, I was, was going to actually watch the game with Eric Stone Street, the actor, he invited our family to watch in his in his skybox. So we were there enjoying the day. I get on the plane and I see Patrick Finley and he's like, man, you good? I'm like, yeah, everything's good. I got everything, I'm ready to go. He goes, you got your press pass? I left it in my bag at home. So I'm trying to fiddle my way around to find a way to get my press pass once I, I get out to KC. I get it. They leave one for me three hours before kickoff and I get down 
and I'm doing my normal stuff by the locker room. And then Caitlin Sharkey and I go out to do a stand-up out on the field. And everybody, all the players are gone. So by the time I walk up to leave, I start to walk up this tunnel. And I could have walked straight, but I turned right to go back the way that I came down by the elevators. And as I walk, this security guy from the Chiefs comes around the corner. And he's got this look on his face. And he's like, where are you going? And I'm like, sir, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get to my car and get out of here. And he goes, I go, can I go this way? And he says, yeah, yeah, you can, but stay right here. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stay right here. So I did. Next thing you know, I see people walking by, a couple people with Kelsey jerseys. And then I saw a young man that was with uh, Taylor in one of the videos that I was watching during the game. And he came around the corner and I flipped up my phone and I'm like, dude, you got to get this. Don't mess it up, JP. Don't mess it up. And she came around and said hi to me. And I I, I screamed like a little, like a middle school boy. <laughs> was, my, you, I, I told people, my voice got as high as it did when I did the Hall of Fame speech for my dad. Like, that's how high it was because I did not know what to say. Because um, when you're in that presence it, of her, it's, it, it's just different. I'm going to tell you something. Regardless of the play on the football field, it felt like a Super Bowl atmosphere with her being in the house. It was it was that big. The buzz was real, and everybody was talking about it. Just walking around the concourse, everybody knew she was there. It was it was pretty electric. Well, first of all, I love Eric Stone Street. He's Cam in Modern Family. That guy <laughs> is absolutely hilarious. Did you did you scream like him when he was Cam? Ah! Yes, That's I did. Hysterical. I was like. I was so funny and he's he's a huge Chiefs fan and like not only is there was a lot of things Molly that I I really kind of thought about watching this game live is listening to him and his interaction with the organization just being a fan and him with uh Veach the the GM he he texts him guys that he sees when he watches <laughs> on Saturday when he see on Saturday listen on Saturday when he sees a guy that he thinks could play the receiver from Colorado State when they play Colorado, who's balling out. He texted him and said, take a look at this guy. Make sure you're looking at him for, you know, long term. And it makes sense to me of why this organization is so top notch. They are at, from from the stadium to the, to everything is top notch. And I was sitting watching the game, you guys going, holy cow. Not only were we losing 34 nothing at half, but... We're, we're not close. We're not close to being no. at that level of winning a championship or, or, or contending for one. And that's what it's all about. It's not about just getting to the playoffs. If you're not winning, to, for, playing to win championships, then, then what are you doing? And it was disheartening for me to sit there and watch it going, man, we do have a long way to go. And then to hear Flu say like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply we're close. I, they're not close. No. We'll, we'll get to the football in a second though, Jared. Hold sorry, on. I'm I, sorry. I want to go sorry. back to I'm the sorry. 15 million view video because okay. Okay. did anybody come to you afterward, after your video went viral and you started getting credited for that, thankfully, 
than okay. say, hey, Jarrett, man, that's not cool. You, that, you violated no. a code here. You should not no. have done that or sent that out. No, I knew just by, for knowing the, what was going on at the game and her being on the TV and everybody knew she was there, I knew that putting it out there wasn't a bad thing. The only thing that happened was, is like I cut it off the video, was one of the security guards behind uh, the, uh, at the end of the detail, he turned and looked at me and told me I needed to delete the video. And I told him, I was like, okay, I will. And then he kept walking. He didn't come back and like, look at my phone. And so there was like about eight or nine service people standing around that were giving out food to the chiefs that were there and like the cleaning crew. And they were like, did you get that? I said, yeah. They go, did you delete it? I go, heck no, I didn't delete that. I, that's, that's millions of views, man. I'm like, I'm out of here. And then ran upstairs and was crafting my tweet like I just always do. And once I hit send, I knew it was crazy. And then by the time I got out of Arrowhead Stadium, Eric Stone Street texted me and he goes, dude, you know, your video is blowing up. I'm like, I know. He goes, you're the first person to get them ever together. seen together. Yeah. I was like, holy cow, I wasn't thinking about that. Well, I, I, you know, I don't have the updated statistics, but apparently uh, Travis Kelsey gained 300,000 plus social media followers, um, which is a 400% increase uh, in his merchandise sales. And he's now got the second best selling jersey in the NFL. So who knows where that's going to end up? But it, it looks like all the Swifties went and bought his jersey. Yeah, and then hopefully they are also tuning into to football as well. You're, I mean, you're bringing more eyeballs onto the great game that we all love. And to me, that's what it's all about. And we see how the game is changing, and especially in households. It's not just men watching games anymore, man. This is – everybody's watching. And the women, too, are enjoying the game, understanding the game. And it, to me, that's what makes the game even greater is when more eyeballs are on the sport. I think what you're saying, Jared, is this is a tremendous publicity stunt. <laughs> or no, the, or it was you, actually, no, no, no. I heard oh, you was, say you believe these crazy kids have a they chance. They have a chance, Jared. I do. do they, I do oh, think okay. they have a chance. But my, the, what I really think it was is they kind of knew that the Bears weren't going to have a good day, so they brought Taylor in to kind of overshadow everything that was happening on the field. That's what I think. Because they didn't need to focus on well, the game. But you, you sensed some electricity there. I honestly, I heard yeah. you say a spark. Yes. No, I did. I, I, I felt like the love story. When she came around the corner, she was having a great time. I could hear them joking and giggling as they were walking. They might have been holding hands before they came around the corner because they were kind of close. But, yeah, she was. She looked like she was having a great time. And that's all I care about is making sure that people have an opportunity to live their best life and, and, and enjoy everything that they have. Both are very successful. I can only imagine what it's like to live in that fishbowl where, for, especially for her, she can't just go anywhere. And, you know, I experienced that when I was younger, like in my dad's heyday, we just couldn't go out to eat. Like we had to always be in like a, a private room. My dad would talk to everybody, but as a kid, it always felt odd, it just felt weird. And so I, I have a feeling of knowing how she feels, not on that scale, but I definitely understand it. And what do you think about the bears? Let's go to football. Now we'll, we'll talk mm -hmm. to you about your area of expertise. Although you are one heck of a entertainment reporter, Jerry, I will give you credit for that. Uh -huh. When you see how bad the struggles have, have gotten, when you see Justin Fields continue to 
not progress, I, I suppose. And, and I hesitated in saying in, in showing regression, Jared. But where are you with Justin Fields and how they can unlock whatever is holding him back? Well, just you. Got, I hope everybody knows this. Like that, I'm a huge Justin Fields fan. I've always been. Um, he, I've always. I, I'm still gonna have his back. I'm not giving up on the young man. It, I think it's just hard to see where this team is as we were all going into the season, we were all hoping that, you know, the addition of DJ Moore was going to unlock something. And, and I heard you guys talking about earlier with Jalen hurts and making that, that big jump of having that number one receiver. Um, I do give kudos and credit to what Ryan Poles was trying to do in this off season of spending money. A lot of it was on the defensive side of the ball. I understand that. But still, the main issue is that offensive line and securing that offensive line. And you guys know, and I say this every time I'm on the show, you're not winning without having, you know, a dominant force on the offensive line or defensive line. And for, for the offense, I think it's it's changed a little bit from the protection to Justin in this scheme to not putting him in situations to be successful um, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of this offensive scheme, and I think it, it needs to change to be able to unlock the the most potential out of Justin Fields. And if you're not going to do that, you're doing him a disservice. And long-term, we're all thinking about long-term. Is it sustainable for him to be this running quarterback into what – listen, no, not probably not to win a championship in long-term for a quarterback to take as many hits because we saw that hit in the fourth quarter for him – it's no, yeah, it's not, you're not going to last, but if you're going to do something this season, use him to his best ability. And then at the end of the season, if that's not the direction they want to go, that's, that's a direction that management's got to figure out if he's not the guy that's on them. But as of right now, I don't see him being himself and what he told us last week, he doesn't feel like himself. So while you have him right now, do what you can to unlock everything, but even watching the game on Sunday, there's times where these this year I've seen where he's missed guys, you know, not reading the the field. But there's also times watching the film that dudes just ain't getting open, man. Like they're not getting open. Like what 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 are we doing here? Where he he does have to hold on to the ball. So it's like a snowball effect of everything. And Justin does he he needs to play better. I'm always gonna say he he deserves some of the blame as well because we're not seeing that progression in his game, but I don't think he has enough around him. And when it comes down to it, to me, the not focusing on the offensive line, like you should, and really securing that going into the season of, to me, it was still like putting band-aids on certain on like scotch tape on, on a, on, on a, on a hole, like, all right, we're going to mix match this and hopefully everybody stays healthy. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. And now you're 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 seeing uh, the the issues and the effects of of not really having that position secured. And and I think that the problem you have is you look at where they're at and they were just awful in every category. I mean they I get it. That's the worst team in the league. Uh, the team with the number one pick against the Super Bowl champions. But there was literally nothing that you could take out of that game and say build on that. You know, build, build on this, build on that. Molly, I got to tell you something. Molly, I got to tell you this, man. Let's be real. I, I, I got to be, they, there's not enough dogs on this team. Mm -hmm. 
it's not enough dogs. Everybody talks about you need dogs. Mm -hmm. Like you need dogs when, when you look at the roster when I was at Miami and you have dogs. Yeah, though you you can see them. You go down the list. It's just not enough on this on this roster. And you guys were talking about who who could start on that Eagles team from from this yeah. on this team, right? Right. Ooh, think look who think yeah. think, of, think of, uh, just think about it. There there are good. I'm not. I'm, I'm, there are good players on this roster. There are there are good players. Not but not enough dogs. And that's that's what you got to have to be able to win. You need those difference makers. If you don't have them, it's hard to contend because guess what? On Sunday, I, I, they, I, regardless, first of all, Kansas City, got, they, they have their quarterback. Nobody in Kansas City comes in on a Sunday or a game day worrying about the quarterback position. Nobody. Talk to so many Chiefs fans. Nobody. That's, that position is set. Travis Kelsey's out there. That position is set. They know he's the difference maker. The wide receivers can be interchangeable. Because those guys are going to work their tails off because they want to be on the field because guess what? 15 won't let you on the field if you don't know what you're doing. All the great quarterbacks are like that. Steve McNair was like that when I was in Tennessee. If you didn't know pass protection as a running back, tell him, Fisher, sit him on the bench. He ain't coming in until he knows. Guys want to do that. They're fighting to be on the field with 15. They, 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 want, they just want to be in his presence. They want to get, they don't want him to not look away from, they want him to be eyeing him for a big time catch. So he has that confidence in them. There's no identity on this bears offense. I don't know who they are. I know who they should be. They should be a team that runs the football. If they're going to have, if they, if they really truly want to help Justin run the football, you got two capable backs that you're using at the moment right now that actually can run the football, lean on that. You want to take pressure off of Justin, lean on it. Don't put the pressure on him that he's got to sit back here and drop back. Where Did you think you were, you guys, when you open up this season, did you think you were going to see Justin Fields sitting in the shotgun like 80% of the no, time? No, not at all. Like, what, where, what? Like, what are we doing here? Rarely under center? Like, where is this opportunity? Because even Sunday I was watching, they were running the football, and next thing you know, I, I can't even, I can't remember when it was, but they ended up running two more run plays and they got the looks that I was hoping they would take a shot on with a single high safety in the middle of the field. I'm like, dude, this is your, this is the opportunity. Like take some shots. They ran the ball twice. I'm going, where is this in the game plan? Like give him an opportunity. This is, this is what you work for. You work for putting nine men in the box and having those one-on-one -on -one matchups with with DJ Moore on the outside, you give him the opportunity to go get the ball, give Justin time to throw the ball. And even in those opportunities, they're missing them. So it's not just Justin missing guys and we all want to hop on him. There's opportunities for Luke Getze to call plays the right way to be able to put him in position to be successful. And that's not happening. It's, so it is a, it, 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 it's encompassing all around. Everybody gets blamed and, I think the, the the toughest part is 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 watching that game on Sunday, saying that they are, in my opinion, not close. Okay, they are not close. Crazy question then. With Denver yeah. coming off a fifty point loss where they gave up seventy points, are they close this Sunday? Can they beat yeah, that team? Yeah, I think they have the opportunity to to win on Sunday. I mean, the fact that <laughs> a slap in the face is that, dude. They just got 70 put on them and they come into Chicago, they come into Chicago 
as three and a half point favorites. But you understand like, it, Jared. You understand it. I mean, the Broncos it's, it's, in the first two games at least did something right. They did something facts. well. Tell me what yeah. in three games the Bears have done right or well. And that's the hard part. Hog, that's the hard part. Listen, I in my heart, you guys know how much I love this team. There was there's nothing more in the world that I want to just like the way that I googly eyed over uh, uh, Taylor Swift is how I want to be with this organization. <laughs> literally, literally want to be like that with this organization. I I want to be googly eyed and star eyed because I love this team. I love this organization. It's hard to be on this side of the business and not tell people what's real and how I feel and without like, you know, people catching feelings and all this other stuff about, no, dude, it's play better. We will talk better about you. That's all. That's all it is. Show more effort. We will talk. We, we will, we will credit you on that, on, on that effort. Like we, we want to, in this city, we love this organization. We love this team. We don't want to have to keep talking like this. So I'm hoping on Sunday, it gives us an opportunity. They go out and win a game so we can switch the narrative a little bit because 13 in a row, it, it, it is rough. And you're, and you're, you are getting to a point and I know how tough it is for Matt Eberflus. He is trying to keep the, the morale up inside that locker room. And he's saying all the coach speech and I totally get it, but that's going to wear thin after a while you lose this game on Sunday. Now it's, I don't know when the next win opportunity is coming. Take advantage of your opportunity on Sunday and make us change the narrative in this business of talking a good about this ball club of doing something. Because I feel, I've always felt like this team is going to at some point get better as the season goes on. I'm not giving up on this team, but they got to show some more fight. And there are guys that can play inside that locker room. They have to find a way to dig down deep. Who are the leaders? That's that's one of the questions I've been asking. Who's the vocal lead? Who is that guy to rah-rah everybody up and say, dude, we got to get this done? I've been in locker rooms where I know, we, I know who those guys are. I'm not sure who those guys are on this roster. Someone needs to be able to step up because this is getting bad. I'm tired of being the, the, the butt of everybody's jokes in the national media right. talking about how bad we are. But dude, come on, man. I know you can't see me. I'm on Twitch, man. But I got this Sweetness 34 sweatshirt on right now. If my pops was here right now, I can only imagine what he'd be saying. Only imagine. He he didn't. He only imagine the guys listening to guys even to see Jim McMahon post embarrassing right on like that right there for him to say that. I knew yeah. he he real it something hit him on Sunday. We're better than this. And these, this team can play better than they're playing right now. So it's either one or two things. And I, I know I've been talking a lot. I'm going to say this. It's either you don't have the guys or you're not coaching them right. Or it might be both together. Boy, that's, that's a question that everybody needs to think of. That's, so, that's frightening to think of. But you're absolutely right. Jared, thank you. Thanks so appreciate much. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, JP. Everybody. All right.